find a baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from playing sports to exotic whips. Ain't gotta tell me, dog. I know I'm the shit behind the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from music exec to this podcast. Now I finally feel at home and laugh behind the baller. Yo, 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 yo. Good morning, everyone. Oh, shit. No, it's morning right now. Hold on. Well, good afternoon, BTB Army. And good afternoon to all the new listeners. We are coming to you live from San Diego for the third week in a row. I love it here. You are listening to the world-famous, award-nominated, and award-winning Behind the Baller podcast in high-definition stereo sound. With production from none other than the almighty podcast producers of the year, the Dust Brothers, Miles and Jordan, my fucking guys. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Ben Humble, and I don't know when Ben Baller will be back. He shall make his return at some point, but for now, I am definitely still the Forrest Gump of hip-hop, and I am definitely still the Korean John Cusack. This is episode 350, 350 y'all, and guys, I am ready to seize the day. I got a little pep in my step, okay? So BTB Army, Lakey, Illegal Cartel, Dust Brothers, let's get this fucking show started. So guys, I know I made a little announcement on my story and uh, been feeling pretty good, you know, but thought might be the time to kind of elaborate on some shit, some situation, whatever. But look, I think most of you guys know that I keep my private life very private, right? Friendships, relationships, details amongst my family, things like that. But like in actuality, 70% of my real life never makes it to the pod or social media, okay? Much more makes it on the pod than it does, especially when there's like, you know, random questions that I accept. And by the way, fan questions is coming next week. But when it comes to social media, only my close friends' stories kind of get a little insight. And most of those close friends already know what's going on. You know what I mean? And I think some of them forget the ones that realize like, yo, shit, I don't have a lot. I'm down to 35 people on my, my close friends, right? It surprises my actual friends in life, okay? And I got to th- say thank you to Nicolette because Nick is the one who kind of has really been adamant about making sure we protect our, our private lives and, and our home and things like that. So with that said, obviously I've been in a very tough situation that I felt like I was ready to speak about. But after a long uh, talk last night, I had to respect all the parties involved and keep that for a later date or maybe not at all, okay? There is um, some legal aspects to what I was gonna say and uh, it it was uh, obviously not the right time. So I deleted the story and whatever, I don't know, you know. I apologize to anybody who was ready for some juicy gossip or some dirt or like an apology from me. But uh, no, that's just not going to happen. Okay. So um, it was um, more of a slight insight of what's been going on in my life for these past six weeks. It's obviously been hell, but like, honestly, I slept pretty decent this past week. Um, I had absolutely great weekend in the 619 brought my kids down here. Um, So we shall see what happens, right? Only time will tell. Now, with that said, I've realized that I've only spent 17 days in Los Angeles, right? Or I've only spent 17 days in LA County this year alone, okay? So I'm sorry for the people who've been reaching out. There are people who I do business with. There's people who are close friends, like semi-close friends, right? I'm not avoiding y'all. Well, I am because I, I'm not ready to speak about that with y'all. Only 
say less than a dozen people know what's really going on, right? And by the way, to the fucking lurkers out there, to the scumbag, stupid, dumb motherfuckers out there, I'm not ducking anyone, okay? Like you morons are assuming that I'm trying to like, like I'm not ducking anybody. And by the way, if you haven't seen me out at a private event or a nightclub or somewhere, because rare when I do, I think almost everyone here can testify that I'm with at least three to up to six security guards. They don't let me get anyone near me, even if it's like, I don't know, someone close that I know. You know, when I think about it sometimes, like I'll see Justin Bieber somewhere, like at Erewhon or somewhere, and I try to say what's up to him, and sometimes he has a new security, and they're like, yo, get the fuck away. And I respect that, but you know what? It, within seconds, they're like, no, 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 that's Ben, he's fam. And some people don't know. It could be Rihanna, ASAP, I don't know. I'm not ducking anyone. Some of you motherfuckers are reaching, okay? I've been staying at an Airbnb in North County, SD. Been training, obviously golf-wise, getting my mind right, you know, reflecting, kind of just really just, you know, diving deep into some of these issues that I'm going through and I'm getting help and it's great. Um, by the way, guys, I'm down to 168 now. You know, people are like, yo, dog, you're starting to get a little too skinny. I, I feel great though. I feel great. I got energy, you know, and all that. But um, again, I'm not there to talk about the situation. Not yet. Um, but I will say, look, anytime I was going through really tough times where there was like a roadblock some shit, I promise you, my comeback has been 10 times bigger, okay? Sometimes 100 times bigger. And this next glow up, this next turn up, right? I start the new chapter last week. is going to be fucking epic, okay? Because I owe that to myself. I owe that to my family, and if you didn't know, the Yang Yang is my life. It is my motivation. But what I'm about to do inside the next two years is going to shock the world, right? And I mean that like lightly. I'm not going to fucking, you know, cure cancer, shit like that. But I promise you, most importantly, I promise myself that I'm not taking no motherfucking person. I'm not, there ain't no mercy, none of that shit, Okay. Some of you guys thought that that 2016 to 2021 was like, well, that, that was a run? I mean, it was, okay? This next one will touch everyone. And I, I mean that like no wall or obstacle will get in my way, okay? So I want to talk about mindset, obviously. Think about certain things. I've been touching on it every week for the last five or six weeks, right? But really bothers me sometimes amongst loved ones, fans, whatever. I inherit this reputation of silly ass shit, right? Like for instance, I say yes all the time to the people I love. Unless my kids are around, whatever, and you know, that trumps, you know, me doing something for someone else. But I eventually get around to it, right? I told you I make good my promises and things like that, right? But you say no one time to someone and all of a sudden you're a fucking scumbag. And I assess the situations could be a really important thing. And at that time, it's like, look, I can't do this right now. You know, could be a small thing, could be whatever. I got the right to say no, especially if I've helped somebody so fucking much. It's like, again, people don't ever remember the good shit you do. They only remember the bad. And we have to start reversing that psychology and that mindset because it's wrong. It is. Okay? It is. Now, something else about relationships and friendships and stuff. If you've told the truth 85% of the time in your life or in the duration of the relationship with someone, make sure to be very heedful of the people who focus on that 15% that you might not have told the truth. For whatever reason, if you're protecting somebody, maybe you just made something up, maybe whatever. I try to keep it 100, you know what I'm saying? 85, though, I'm not mad at nobody who keeps up with 85 of me. Like, real talk, okay? Be careful of those people 
who instead rather focus on the 15 because the 85 fucking way, okay, trumps that 15%, right? And what happens is they focus on that 15% and they try to give you or stamp you with the reputation of a liar. Now, I don't know about y'all. When I say I'm lying, I'm saying I wasn't somewhere, right? To not hurt their feelings or whatever, okay? Said I was there at 345 instead of fucking, you know, 355. Whatever the fuck it was. Just saying. This goes with a lot of different things too. If you've done 80% or better good on someone and there's been some 20%, you know, kind of iffy, bad, whatever, and people focus on that 20, man, fuck them. Get them out of your life, period. Next thing, I've talked on this a lot. If your friends are giving you bad advice, make sure you lean on them after you made that poor decision, okay? And you need help. Don't play the victim. Ask those motherfuckers who gave you bad advice to help you get out of it, all right? You know what most of them would say to you? Well, I just had some advice, you know what I mean? Like, I just had my opinion, had my advice. You decided to go with it. You can't blame me, right? Exactly, motherfucker. But beyond advice, sometimes you're just in the wrong circle. Sometimes you're just in the wrong company, right? And the thing about that is you don't realize how much that energy in the wrong circle can fuck with you and fuck with your mindset. You see things, you think, oh, they're doing okay. You know what I mean? Oh, this guy's doing this. This guy's lying. This guy's cheating. This guy's stealing. Whatever the fuck it may be. Oh, this guy's, you know, a man hater, whatever. You may love somebody. It's fine. But when you surround yourself with a certain energy, please believe that shit is infectious and contagious without you even knowing it. All right? Look, guys. One thing about me, I've always said this. No matter where I am in life, whether I'm doing well, financially, doing bad, I've always acted broke. Now, some of you are like, what the fuck are you talking about? You got a fucking center. You got this. You got this. By the way, I don't. I've got rid of most of my cars by choice. I've always acted broke. I've always acted hungry. Okay? I've always tried to humble myself in certain situations just to just feel that, you know? Again, every once in a while, I jump on a Southwest flight because when I do jump on first class, which is 90% of the time, I appreciate that a little bit more. I'll splurge. And by the way, first class flights are so fucking expensive now. I want to say they're double than they were before the pandemic. I read this little thing to this little poll on, I don't know if it was New York Times, it was fucking one big publication. I forgot what it was. It was a major one. I don't think it was, it might have been LA Times, but it was, it was a major publication and they asked a whole shit ton of people if they thought their lives will ever go back to what it was pre-pandemic to be honest with you i'm just starting to get you know to the swing of things and will it i don't know but but i'm gonna make sure it does right um it's been a very weird 2023. I know a lot of people that are going through problems. I know a lot of people that are going to breakups. I know a lot of people that are just struggling and it's getting fucked up. And I, I wanted to touch base on the Silicon Valley bank situation, the first Republic, but like, again, I don't have the knowledge. I said that last week, but I see a shit show coming. One good thing is crypto has been going up big time. Ethereum, Bitcoin, all that shit's going up. And it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's good to see, especially for the people who've put their money in there. I, I didn't really check Dogecoin. I don't really know. But try it sometime. When I mean try, I mean try acting broke for a little bit. Just be mindful, you know? I should be more mindful about the Postmates that I spend and things like that. Like, yo, oh yeah, that made sense. I could make a nine-minute drive. Nah, you know what? I'd rather spend fuck it $98 at fucking McDonald's. Well, not McDonald's. I'm just saying, like, getting fucking Kaya Boba for 25 bucks. It's just like, fuck, I could have drove. It's just the laziness, right? And all that shit. But as I give you guys advice, I have to say this disclaimer, because this is the truth. What works for me might not work for you. I just, if it makes sense, run with it, okay? 
But my life is filled with blemishes. I'm not perfect. Right? It's obvious. I just know how to get out of trouble. I've been very good at getting out of trouble. And I've been really good at getting that first step out after a fucked up situation. And the thing is, it's not easy. You know, that's not a golf reference either, by the way, guys. I'm just saying, I've been very blessed and very good at getting out of trouble. And, you know, moving around, things like that. I finally found some stability in my life. And I'm protecting it. I'm cherishing it. Now, I may not have a choice. I don't really know what's going on. Like I said, my privacy has been invaded. I have fucking weirdos and just shit that goes around. And and it's hard to deal with. And, And just, you know, my ideal of a simple, chill life is like someone's dream. You know, when I don't buy cars, I don't buy certain things. I splurge on other shit because I feel like I have to do something, right? So whether it's taking the kids to the fucking city walk or, you know, just random places and doing Postmates, whatever else, it's a whole lot cheaper than fucking buying luxury items and shit like that. I've been off that, okay? But um, I really appreciate how many people, I did a subscriber-only IG Live, and it was amazing. I really appreciate how many people tell me that this show has actually helped them through rough times. I've heard it way more than not. Like, it's a trip, you know? And by the way, I am on Cameo. I do shout-outs for a very, very low amount of money. I know a lot of girls like to get their boyfriends, you know, a Cameo video, me doing a shout-out for a birthday, something like that. If it's a business, it's going to probably be a little bit more. Well, not a little bit more. It's, it's a big difference. But, you know, shout-out about something, whatever, boom. Um, you got a question that you want to guarantee answer, go to Cameo, Ben Baller. I'm on there. Now, going back to the mindset, right? I had a post last week that got a shit ton of engagement, right? A million fucking um, impressions about me talking about getting my life together at 40 and finally figuring out my purpose. And it actually made me feel good because a lot of people were like, yo, spitting game, boom, here and there. And I go through my weird spurts where I don't post shit here and there. My engagement was really low for like fucking a few weeks. And you know, even longer than that, you know, I really don't post a lot, right? I, I, I post on the stories and the snap, but like even that's like a weird shadow ban. But it's true. If you're uncertain in your 20s or 30s, you might be in a fucking career that you studied in college and you might be, I don't know, at working in business or wherever the fuck it is. You might be just stuck at a shit job and be like, what the fuck do I do next? Promise you guys, focus, lock in. Try to encourage your friends. Try to help people. Try to be around people who are doing better than you, right? Don't get jealous at them getting fucking, you know, just killing it. Shit, learn from them, okay? I'm almost always the brokest dude in the room when it comes to like my circle of friends, right? And, um, I might start posting more gems on, on IG and whatever else. Twitter's all fucked up still, whatever. I got to give a big shout out to my therapist, who shall remain private, but she has been very helpful during these times. Wow. Okay. With the help of therapy, when I was so against it, look, I went in there on some like, I right, motherfucker, you ain't about to do shit. Now I'm going to tell you the truth. Because I'm not going to waste my money. And, um, you know, let's see what happens. Now, the first two or three visits didn't seem like it was helping. But I stuck with it, right? And thank God I did. You know, the first three months of intermittent fasting, I was like, do I really notice anything? It takes time. And then it burns off. And it just kills. But, yo, it changed a lot about how I speak to people, especially those who I care about. I could pick the phone, be like, yo, why the fuck did you do that? Whatever. And I realize sometimes I might have a reason to kind of say that. But if it's someone I care about in certain things, some people are very just, you know, even shit like me saying the women's tees, right? I'm like, oh, you pay for the red tees, you pay for the girls' tees, whatever it may be. You know, a lot of people are getting offended by that. And that kind of bothers me here. But you know what? Fuck it. It's not that difficult. Change it. Say the front tees instead of saying the back. Say the front tees, say the, say the tips. I might offend somebody with this. And part of me is like, you know, man, everyone needs to fucking toughen up. That's what the problem with the world is. Everyone's gone so fucking sensitive. But 
it doesn't hurt for me to be a little more gentle. Right? And it's made me a lot happier. Sometimes I, you know, raise my voice in certain shit. Could be with Nick, could be with the kids, I don't know. A lot of times when I raise my voice with the kids, it's because I'm passionate. I love them so much. I want them to learn. I need them to overstand something. But in general, I'm a lot more gentler with shit. I used to have a problem with littering. It's like, I'm like, fuck this. Make sure this shit out of my car. Throw it out the window. Do all that shit. And be like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with me? And I did that for a long time. And I realized, it could be a fucking stick or something. Just like, yo, what am I doing? Like, this is, like, what? Like, this is, the fuck is wrong with me? Right? That's being gentler with the earth. I pay those tax dollars, right? You gotta figure that out. But I've learned to take L's with less anger and with grace, right? I, I try to keep it classy. I've been trying to just hit myself in the head, be like, no, let me take this L. Let me take this L. There is no need to slander or speak bad about people who are no longer in your life, okay? I truly mean that. Like, what? I ain't got shit to say about that. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna keep it pushing. But those of you or those who might have done me wrong and done me dirty, and this could be present, coming up, whatever, I don't know. Like, you've done me dirty, like, intentionally on some manipulation or fucking backstabbing here and there. People who try to continue to pierce my kindness. I got a message. Die slow, you fucking cockroaches. Okay? <laughs> I mean that to a certain extent. I'm just saying, no, trust me, I, I am trying to get better. I do notice a big difference. Um, and I was thinking about, you know how I said, you know, my version of simple shit and everything, what makes me happy. When I knew I wasn't happy, even just doing my normal routine, right? And I haven't spent a lot of time in the man cave. Um, I miss it. But I was going through so much pain. It was like, shit, man. Like, you know, I go through a lot of regret. I was thinking about, fuck, man. I wish I could go back and change time. I wish. I... No, you can't. That shit is gone. You learn from it, right? I'm not one to quote fucking Andrew Tate and all the bullshit he's got. He, 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 yo, dude look like he's in a lot of trouble. And he snitched on himself, so whatever else. But he did say something that was actually brilliant. It's probably not his. I don't know. I don't lose. I either win or I learn. And while I was in San Diego this weekend, I noticed just this chill-ass Chinese couple just chilling. They're pretty young. And I realized these people probably live a really simple life. They're just happy to be outside. You know, I doubt they're going to fucking, you know, a club or some shit or doing, you know, whatever. You know, they're in a fucking... um in Honda Civic, who cares, right? And these type of people probably never leave their house except to go to work or go to the grocery store. You know, there's people out there in the Midwest that just watch CBS or NBC or ABC, you know, for entertainment. Like they'll watch the movies, the commercials, who knows, whatever. You know, they don't have the luxury to have, you know, internet and this, that. And I was fucking shocked to find out how many people in America still don't have Wi-Fi. Okay, so I know I should be more grateful, but juxtaposition, right? When you put in the work like I did, when you put in those 10,000 hours, you demand more out of life, okay? You may get fleeced at times, you know what I'm saying? Get fucked over by here and there. It's okay because you put in that work, right? Other people are content with certain things, you know, some people are just happy-go-lucky. I'm learning to be a little more grateful because I know there's people out there that would love to be in my shoes, even in the situation now, right, with some of the pain I'm going through, right? They're not even in a position to be that way. So I just try to be more mindful about other people who live simpler lives. That's it. Now look, when I meet new people, it's rare that turns into a friendship. But there's a process. It's not like an interview, but it, you know, it's kind of is. You have a couple conversations, kick it here and there, you figure it out. I'm a pretty good judge of character. 
I know when someone's running game. I get a weird vibe, no big deal. I don't even know you. On to the next person. That's if I meet someone else. But if I go through that process, and again, this is for some of you guys who might be dating a chick for the first time, whatever it may be. It's more common in dating, and that doesn't apply to me, but I'm just saying, if I fuck with someone, do me a favor. Don't tell me about their past, okay? I wasn't there. I love what I see now in that person, so mind your fucking business. Now, look, there's obviously exceptions to the rules. Person's a fucking pedophile, fucking serial killer, murderer, whatever. But like, someone could be a thief. They might have done some shit they ain't proud of. But I'm all about rehabilitation. I'm all about someone building themselves up and trying to better themselves. So, I believe in second chances. Everything is different. Obviously, circumstances you know matter. But I hate when I meet somebody, I fuck with them, and someone says, "Yo, man, you know this person used to dog." I don't want to hear about it. I fuck with this person now. There's a way I approach people in friendships, and I know when something is coming weird at a left field, and it's like, "All right, cool, boom, you're gone." All right. Enough mindset. Let's talk about some good shit. I mentioned uh, over a month ago that Ryder had won his school spelling bee. Well, he won the third grade spelling bee in his class, right? He won third grade. And then he went to the finals and got knocked out in the second round, right? He was really bummed out with the third round, and he did well. He was going against fourth graders, fifth graders. I thought he was going against seventh and eighth grade, but he wasn't. It was like first, second, third, fourth, and fifth or something like that, okay? Look, I'm proud of him, okay? I was going through a really tough time when that happened too. But Ryder, last Thursday, decided to go to the district championships, all right? It's like whole fucking, this shit went as far as like 20 miles away from each other. And he didn't want to go. So me and Nick went to support him. We didn't bring London and Ryder because, I mean, London and Kaya because, you know, they get bored. It was like a two and a half hour, three hour whole ordeal. And Ryder competed against 13 schools, right? He was nervous. He was acting all giggly and bubbly and all kinds of things. He was nervous. And I didn't know what to expect. To tell you the truth, I just went in there and be like, yo, just do your best. I really didn't have any expectations and I definitely didn't think he was going to win. And so he got on stage. There's all these rules. It was different types of rules, real spelling bee style. And me and Nick were there just supporting him. And Ryder fucking won. Right? He won first place in the district. That shit meant everything to me. He was so nervous he went up there like a fucking champion. And the word that the other kid lost, he knew how to spell that anyway, just in case it came back. Now, this is what's crazy. I cried really hard. Like, I've done some crying in this past month. I think I cried harder. And what's crazy is, at eight and a half years, he's almost nine, amongst all three of my kids, I cried very hard at their birth. The moment they came out of Nicolette, I cried, right? There's been times I've been proud of them. They all get pretty good report cards. You know, London got like, I think five A's and three B's. He got a C in religion, which I'm not even worried about that, right? Ryder gets decent grades. Kai gets really good grades. London does okay in golf. You know, he's still learning, so it's not like there's been a you know time where I could really just be you know, happy about something. And Ryder's always, you know, he's the troublemaker. He's a class clown and everything else. This was the first time as a dad that I was so proud of him that I cried. Even Nick was like, yo, you got to chill. Like, I cried hard. And by the way, he didn't just win first place. If you win first place, your school gets four points and so on and so forth, right? Fourth place gets one point. I had no idea that there was an event the day before right? And what had happened was his school was down by three points. He didn't just win first place. 
in the champion in third grade. His win secured the entire school to win for the district two. Okay. He fucking was, I haven't seen him like that. I promised him Roblox. I promised him a trip to Tokyo, all kinds of shit. When he went to school the next day, all the teachers congratulated him. The principal, they got a trophy that's being engraved and done. It's going to be sitting in that district hall. It's going to be at the school with his name on it. Do you have any idea how fucking proud I am of him? That's like, I mean, it meant more to me. I mean, I think the Farmer's Pro-Am trophy means a lot to me, but I'm saying it just meant a lot to me. And I think he's never seen me cry. Riders never seen me cry. He was like, Daddy, you okay? You sad? I was like, I'm just so fucking happy. You know, speaking of trips, we are headed to Hawaii. Fuck yeah, and I'm bringing my sticks. Spring break's gonna be fucking lit. I'm fucking hyped. It's gonna be fucking awesome. All right, guys, let's pay some bills. Oh, shit, Lake Lake music in the background. What the fuck am I talking about? All right, guys, pay some bills. We'll be right back. Every monthly bill you pay, you know exactly what you're getting it for. Rent, car payments, groceries, and more. Healthcare can feel like the total opposite. Health insurance plans can be confusing and expensive, especially when you have a family, okay? Then when you actually have to use your benefits, there are deductibles, claims, processes, or other red tape to deal with. Crowd Health puts you back in control of your healthcare and helps you pay for your health expenses. Health insurance processes are inaccessible and can leave you feeling taken advantage of. CrowdHealth is doing things differently. CrowdHealth is easy, transparent, and affordable. As a member, you'll get a personal care advocate to help navigate the complexities of health events. Your personal care advocate will even negotiate bills on your half. They'll be with you every step of the way and can save you thousands in health bills in the process. I'm actually about to change to Crowd Health. Okay? So experience healthcare freedom with Crowd Health. Visit joincrowdhealth.com and use code BALLER at checkout to get your first three months for just $99 per month. Guys, I'm paying $2,300 a month. Do you understand how crazy this deal is? Okay? That's join crowdhealth.com and use promo code BALLER. Crowd Health is not health insurance. It's a totally different way of paying for health care. Terms and conditions may apply. What's up, y'all? We're back. Um, no golf talk this week. Been putting in the work. I think I was at the range. Shit, four days last week, so I was definitely putting in the work. But unless something really amazing happens and I have a round or something I didn't play around last week, I will not bring up golf as much on here. Not that I don't want to. Bring up whatever the fuck I want to, right? But we got a brand new episode of Part 3 coming up this Wednesday. You already know. Show is fucking, you know, really doing well. And uh, guys... We are five weeks away from the Wash Lord Invitational. And let me tell you guys, it's going to be fucking epic. Anyone listening to the show who has not sent in their full government name and you are registered in there, make sure you email info at washedgolf.com. Okay, it is going to be fucking epic. The whole day is going to be a fucking amazing day. The entire WLI model. And part three is something I think could be huge. Potentially make me eight, nine figures while helping out so many charities and kids who want to get into golf. Totally separate. The charities I'm doing are for kids. And I'd love to do things to help kids out for golf because, you know, I want London to get more serious about it. I actually got Ryder some clubs. Want him to do that shit too. The giveaways, shit, the gift bags for all the attendees. And the fucking grand prize winning chain to the winning foursome. The, the chains are going to be dope. That alone 
is way beyond the fucking price of admission that it costs to get in, right? And a lot of people didn't get it in because it sold out in fucking you know seconds and then the sponsors or whatever else. By the way, speaking of giveaways, I got a brand new TaylorMade Stealth 2 Plus driver courtesy of TaylorMade with a sick-ass shaft, which is probably about valued at about, what, $1,000, okay? Along with a full box of brand new box of TP5 balls, okay, that's the best driver in golf, like I said, Tiger Woods uses it, Rory, fucking Fleetwood, Colin Morcow, all that, that is up for grabs on my IG page for a few days, make sure you get on there, follow the rules, okay, and when are you guys gonna fucking win, hopefully, right, fucking, I got some shit coming, man, look, trust me guys, I got way more shit coming, especially for the subscribers, Okay, shout out to Jacob Kwan from Orange County who won the $1,500 watch. And I'm sorry to everyone about the way we had to choose a winner. I still went by the, the number system. It just wouldn't let me fucking enter numbers. So only like 10, 15 people got numbers. No one else did. So it wasn't about shady. I was transparent. I still counted it down and it was legit. Okay, sorry, but we had to choose that winner that way. And that's what it is. My IG is still tripping, but I got a solution for the next giveaway. And I had some dope shit. I got some golf shit coming up and I have these fucking, you know, I don't know, $800 BAPE Master Dynamic in-ear pods. Crazy. Fucking crazy. Subscribers, promise you. And for those of you who can't subscribe on my IG, I will be allowing new subscribers in this weekend starting Saturday and I'm going to be going fucking hard. All right? Um, I'm going to set up the first official LA meetup and then the 909 IE meetup right after you know, way more cooler, you know, interactive things for you guys to do, for me to engage with you guys. Look, there isn't a better deal for subscribers out there, right? They don't do the shit that I do, the breakfasts, the fucking meetups, the damn buses, all that shit. Okay, also, I follow back all my subscribers. So that alone is beyond the fucking $5 or whatever the fuck it is, okay? Speaking of which, by the way, you know there is an enormous enormous garage sale. There's going to be fucking items that are $2,000 going for $300. There's shit for fucking ridiculous prices. 65 to 95%, it is a blowout thing. If you know, you know. It is not open to the public. It is not open via email. It is not open to BTB Army. You just know if you know. Okay, cool. Real quick, I just seen that Norton had addressed these situations he's got going on with FaZe Clan. As you know, I am an honorary member of FaZe Clan since 2016, 17. I've been a member for a while now. And Tiku is my boy. He is one of the OGs in FaZe Clan. I hope they figure this shit out. It's really fucked up. I hate to see it, but shout out to them. And then there's also some issues with AD, Lush, my boy Duno, and Adam22. And I don't know what the fuck's going on. Those are my guys, no jumper. I hope you guys figure it out. I hate when motherfuckers beef. Okay, now. Real quickly, Donald Trump is supposed to go to jail tomorrow or he's supposed to get arrested tomorrow. Who gives a fuck? Now, if he goes to jail, hilarious because he's a scumbag piece of shit and he should. But is it going to happen? Fucking highly doubt it. And it's been trending and there's all these fucking this lock up Hillary. That's it. Shut the fuck up. Okay. This dude has done countless fucking things. He's trying to start another riot. I'm curious to see what the fuck happens on Tuesday. You know? All right, enough about that, right? San Diego. It has been great out here. Had a great weekend with the kids. Friday, we uh, went to PB, Pacific Beach. It was a little chilly, but we still got to get it in. Hit the Oceanside Pier. Got some churros. Got some bomb-ass food. We obviously hit Dave & Buster's. It was fucking, you know, pretty chill. It's Carl's bad location. It was kind of chill. The next day, went to Legoland, and they had a great time. Now, look, London's about to be 11. I think around 12 or 13, he might be too old to go to Legoland unless we go to um, the water park. But it was nostalgic. He just gave me a lot of memories going in that submarine, you know, paid for the fucking um, something ride and play or something. It's just where you bypass the lines, and I was like, fuck this. Spent the $300 on that. Ended up spending more than $1,000 at fucking Legoland, but whatever. They had a great time. It doesn't matter. It was great bonding time. And I've been more present as a dad with them. Been showing them a lot more, you know, just love and everything. And it was fucking great. Later on that night, we went to Dan Buster's in Mission Valley. And let me tell you guys something. I have been to so many fucking Dan Buster's. I've probably been to 40 of them across the USA. 
that Mission Valley Dave and Buster's is no fucking joke. They do 27 million a year out of that fucking location. It was fucking packed. It was so packed. I was like, yo, we're trying to get a table, trying to get a burger, chicken sandwich, motherfucking, you know what I'm saying? Some, you know, tempura cauliflower and all that shit. The fuck did I have? I forgot. I think I just had some wings, but it was, had a great time. Got Ryder, this fucking gigantic life-size monkey is bigger than him. It was fucking nuts. We played, you know, in about 20 minutes, it got stopped like by 10 people and it kept going. I was like, you know, let me get the fuck out of here. It was just too crazy. Then we went back to the apartment. Well, actually, went to the townhouse. Looked at the view. It was obviously nighttime. So we decided to rent Megan, M3GAN. You know, we haven't want to watch forever. And let me say, it wasn't as scary as I thought it would be. The kids were fucking terrified. But it was just like, you know, I thought about it. Like Nick told me that she'd watch child's play as a kid or whatever. And I used to watch scary movies as a kid. I was like, you know, they're, they're such pussies that sometimes I was like, fuck it, let's watch it, right? Now, on uh, Sunday, woke up early, had this great breakfast down the street. I can't remember the fucking name. My, my boy Mike from TaylorMade took me there. It's an Oceanside. It's fucking amazing. Right there at the borderline, Carlsbad. Best fucking breakfast burrito I've ever had in my life. Best fucking flapjacks. Just fucking great, man. The kids had a great breakfast. Good coffee, the whole night. It was just great, man. It was so fucking good. And then we headed to UCSD and went to Birch Aquarium at the Scripps Birch Aquarium, I guess, whatever. It was fucking amazing. Now, mind you, it's not really expensive. It's less than San Francisco, but it was a really nice aquarium. It was just different. It was, I think it's nicer than San Francisco in a way. You know, they have a longer tunnel, but it was just really nice. They had a cool little shark tank. They had a lot of informational stuff. Great place. The kids love aquariums, man. It was such a great place to take. Great fucking views of La Jolla. And uh, they got a nice little cafe there and whatever. And, and um, we didn't go there. We went to fucking Cheesecake Factory after, obviously. And then, um, you know, we just played video games and chilled out, you know, last night and just kicked it. But it was good times. It was a great place. I highly recommend if you aren't from San Diego, you're just kind of going out there with kids and stuff, take on the Birch Aquarium, man. By the way, they sell out real quick. I had no idea. We got there and they already sold out for the day. And it's like by time slots and shit, I had told them, I said, look, man, we drove here from Los Angeles, blah, blah, whatever game is that story, was able to get in. It's not that bad. It's like 58 bucks for three people or maybe because kids, I don't know. But, but people are saying that it's, because it would take you about an hour to go through the whole place. You know, it could take a little longer. They got a little petting area. Well, not petting, but you could touch animals and stuff and stuff. They had a little shark tank. It was cool. I'm not going to lie to you. It was cool. Shit. Entertainment, guys. Inter entertainment. I just saw that Gladiator 2 has got the green light and Ridley Scott is directing it. If you don't know, Gladiator is definitely in my top 25 films of all time. I am fucking ecstatic. Now, they didn't say Russell Crowe was attached to it. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. But they said Denzel might be in it. And Denzel, Ridley Scott, you know, they're a team. Now, I didn't love American Gangster. You know, it's based on a true story. I don't like, you know, sad endings with gangsters. You know what I'm saying? It's just what it is. But that movie kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I watched it several times, but it just was, eh. You know, it was all right. But what I did watch was fucking Power Book Ghost. Okay? Power Book 2, Ghost, Season 3 is fucking back. Season 3 was fucking lit. Okay, I knew. And I said this last week. And I didn't think this was going to come out so soon. I didn't know. I knew it wasn't going to disappoint. All right? They jumped out the gate gangbanging. Wow. Okay? Damn. 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 All right? Tariq fucking just everything, all the above, fucking fire episode, and I mean fire, flames, all right? I get that this is a fictional show. It doesn't matter. I know BMF is based off a true story, but fuck that. 50 Cent is the motherfucking man. Damn, I cannot wait for next. I'm so fucking excited. This shit is just so great. They bring the best of both worlds. You got this upscale, rich Vanderbilt type, you know, snooty Ivy League family mixing it in with the fucking street. It was just, man, damn, I know this season would be fucking crazy. Now I watch BMF. 
It was all right. Um, I don't think that was a season finale. It was cool. It, you know, there was moments. It wasn't a, a shitty filler episode. It was cool. It was all right. But it was just like, Ghost was so fucking good. I was like, I don't know what to say. But, you know, BMF, it's getting there. It's getting there. Um, real quick, pivot about the hobby real quick. I just wanted to say something about the hobby. My highly sought after tops BB Chrome Friends and Family Purple Refractors will now be up for trades. I've grabbed how many I needed and I'm ready to go. I just don't want to, I don't want to fucking deal with it. So I drove all the way over to um, my boy's shop and um, where we're doing trades, we're doing fucking sales, whatever. You want to get access to Purple Friends and Family? It's up to my discretion. So fuck anybody who's got something to say with it. Shut the fuck up. They're all bitter fucking weirdos anyway. But yo, I'm fair. Okay, my boy Mike is handling all the transactions. Okay, He's taking care of it, right? He's got a little, you know, card shop called Sports Source 2 in Studio City. And for the dumb fuck listening, that money's not going to me. So, too fucking bad. Uh, some of you guys won't understand that. Most, I'm sorry, everyone's not going to understand that. It's just something for fucking people listening. Um, but he'll be handling it. If you got $20 or some shit, it's just probably not going to work, right? And there's trades for Starbucks cards and Amazon cards, and we'll talk about that, whatever. You figure it out for what you want. You might not want somebody too crazy. If you're looking for fucking Wander rookie or like O'Neal Cruz rookie or things like that, Shohei, Trout, you know, the big dogs, I don't know, man. But he is putting together a few full sets. There's 220 cards in a set. Nobody has 220 purple refractors in an entire set okay so there's gonna be a few sets up for grabs but if you ain't got at least six thousand dollars for trade or cash i wouldn't even waste mike's time like it's serious right this has never been available and it won't ever be available okay my tops 2022 is still the hottest shit out there guys i am going to bring baller breaks back very soon okay I will. We're going to do that shit network app. I'm just not around right now in town, but I will. All right. And uh, speaking of network, I'm going to be doing a high end auction of all my luxury and high priced items that I do not use anymore. There's like Louis fucking shoulder bags, Fendi du- fanny packs and Bape and some other shit, Montclair vest, just all high end shit. Right. They've already done it with like forgot the name, Allie Lee or Allie May or whatever the fuck her name is. She's like a Jordan brand designer and fucking influence or some shit. My boy Upscale Vandal was on there. He sold a bunch of shit. Look, it's going to be lit. And I don't give a fuck because it's just shit that's just been sitting forever. I stout Timberlands. Who fucking knows? Okay. Only on the network app. By the way, my official Ben Baller merch will be dropping with them too. My boy Aaron knows exactly what the fuck he's doing. He used to obviously run six clothing brands. We're going to do top tier shit. So I'm excited to finally get you guys those BB beanies, hoodies, tees, hats, a lot of other random shit. It's going to be fucking dope. Okay. Back to a little bit of sports. My Lakers are on fire. All right. Yeah, they lost the Mavericks. They had another fucking bad game. Last minute, whatever. Some bullshit. But I think we will be at the very least, I think we're going to make the plan. I think we are. Braun comes back next week, right? I think we got a shot to get in legit, legit. Not just a plan, right? Um, last night, my nephew Bobo was in town for the game, but I'm in fucking Lucadia, so like, couldn't go, right? I've yet to make it to a fucking Laker game this year because I haven't been in town, but I've also been going through a lot of shit. I got to shut my, I got to shut my mind. I just, I'm going to make a game before all this shit goes down and uh, I'm excited to fucking do it. I decided to watch, um, I'm sorry, I just pivoted that fast to this, but we're about to wrap up. Decided to watch this uh, Joe Rogan, Russell Brand episode and I thought about it. Joe Rogan actually called shit fair. He was calling it even in regards to fucking uh, Alex Jones and a few other things, but I've never been a fan of Russell Brand. I don't know if it's just because get him to the Greek and all the other shit and everything else. He just kind of seemed douchey. And that's me being me. Like, I remember I used to hate Johnny from fucking Karate Kid because he was a bad guy and he played it so well. And I just fucking associated that guy being a dick. And I don't even fucking know the guy. You know what I mean? You fucking see someone who plays such a dick on TV. You're like, fuck this guy. But, you know, Russell Brand is actually 
Like, he's actually brilliant. He's super articulate. He's well-versed. He's fucking smart. He's sharp, and it's fucking crazy. Now, I know he has his takes on COVID and shit and whatever, and he's fine. He has, he has valid arguments with certain shit. I'm not going to get into it. It's just kind of surprising. That's it, right? And I need to fucking, like, I need this Jeffrey Epstein. I need more Jeffrey Epstein content, right? I need more content. I do. Now, guys, remember, if you do have a show idea, send it to me on Twitter, right? Most of the time, I've probably seen it, whatever, but send some good shit because there's really not much to watch anymore, right? Dying to fucking, just dying to watch something new. But that's it for today, guys. That is it. Fan questions next week. Do not forget, obviously, send your fan questions to bbdtc213 at gmail.com. Um, I'm going to post on social to remind you guys. But that is it for today's episode, guys. All right, you hear the Lakey Lake in the background, and that is it. I love you guys. Please tell a friend to tell a friend, right? I'm telling you, I feel a lot better today. I'm going to start getting some of these little quick 20-minute, you know, nice little Thursday episodes, getting these things up. But I got this. I got a lot of shit going on. I'm finally just starting to get, you know, back into a decent mental health state of mind. And um, again, this next comeback is for me. I owe it to myself, all right? And I want you guys to have that same motivation. Okay, go get it, motherfucker. There's a lot of money out there. Just go put your name on it. That is it. All right, y'all. I love y'all. We are out of here. Peace.